Westplex 107.1, my mama doesn't trust him. Hmm. Did your mom ever say that about uh, about any guys you went out with? Um, she actually said that about my my uh, husband now that I've been married to for 28 years. No kidding, really? Because he, was, he, because he was too good to be true. Really? Yes. Wow. Wow. Well, well, well so in other words, she, she was like, it wasn't that she thought he was like a bad guy. He, uh, right. She thought he was a good guy and he was too good of a guy. Yes. Uh, you know what they say in life? You know, no. Good guys what finish last. Say? Good guys, nice guys finish last. You know what I'm saying? You well, know? he married me, so he didn't finish that much last. Well, like I said, nice guys finish last. <laughs> uh-huh. I knew that you would you would glob onto that. No, not me. 604, good morning. This is BS in the morning. She is B-I-M-S. Um, and we had our first show yesterday afternoon, and you know what's yes, sort of interesting? Did. I realized that Shelly, we, we were on, uh, uh, we started yesterday uh, an extended morning show, 6 to 9, and maybe we'll do that today. Uh, maybe we might get off at 7 today. You never, you know, it all depends on how I feel. <laughs> but then we did 4 to 6 yesterday afternoon, and I realized that Shelly goes to sleep at about 3.30, and she was sleepwalking through the entire show. I, I would, was not. I would say like, hey, Shelly, are you there? <laughs> Oh, are we on the air? That's not true. Okay, I, in all honesty, I did take a little cat nap before I went on the air. <laughs> I will say that. What time so, did What time did you start your cat nap? About one. And I think it ended at about six. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I'm just just full of compliments. That's not true. I was processing. It was a different time of day. I mean, you were, you were just. A spry little thing yesterday afternoon. Well, once again, what we're trying to do is, let's be honest, things kind of suck, you know, and on many, 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 many different levels. Now, we could all, you know, we could use the ultimate optimist and say, hey, look, you know what? Uh, there hasn't been any natural disasters. There hasn't been any tornadoes that have come through recently. Uh, there haven't been any floods. Although, do you realize that I think we're under a flood alert or flood or flood warning now because of all the rain we had uh, last week and uh, partially over the weekend? Uh, but I'll double check that. I know it was in effect yesterday. It still might be in effect today. Uh, but my it's... Alexa show says it that we're under flood warning. Okay, so we still are. Okay, um, and that was because once again the situation we have is the ground is still very saturated which is crazy because if you go back two years if you talk to any of the people like in the the farmers are in the uh, lawn care business are like the uh, you know lawn garden like you know nursery and things like that they were saying that oh my god if you need to you know water your trees or water your your evergreens because you know if you dig down you know six inches it's dust down there it's no it's not even dirt it's dust not anymore. <laughs> it's changed quite a bit from there. Uh, so it's mud. Yeah, it's mud. Uh, so uh, yes. Or so anyway, the idea being is that we're trying to be more positive. Uh, not that we were like super negative before. Uh, we're trying to put you in a better mood, and we're trying to highlight people that are still out there grinding it out. Yesterday we had um, uh, elite heating and cooling on. We had. Uh, Katie Malloy. A, a, a Katie Malloy. We had uh, Extreme Electrical. We had uh, that was Caleb Hunter, and those are two businesses that are not shutting down because they are critical infrastructure. 
if you're, and especially you told me, I didn't realize this, uh, Katie Malloy and her husband run two different divisions, and one of their division is commercial, commercial refrigeration. And if you are somebody, especially in the times we have right now, uh, where supplies are tight with some things, if you're schnooks and one of your freezers goes out, you can't have that happen. You've got to have it fixed in a hurry. Because of the fact that people are depending upon, I mean, even more than ever, Schnooks and the Deerbergs and, you know, the other places uh, for frozen stuff and stuff like that. Matter of fact, you know, every single day I hit at least one Schnooks and I try to hit a Deerbergs at least uh, two. And quite honestly, it seems like uh, the, the Schnooks are really low on inventory in a lot of things and the Deerbergs are not as low. Now, maybe that's because of the price points. That people are going like, well, I'm not going to go to Deerberg. It's a little bit, you know, on the high side. But, you know, and there are tons of people in the the the, uh, the aisles, stocking shelves. A lot of people not in the traditional uniforms, which maybe some of the new hires they had. Um, and and you know, they're they're busting it. And here's one other thing, okay? Shelley is like, uh, you know, I mean, you know, what's interesting is is you know, people that like, uh, uh, I've been in the business a couple years. And there's some people on the air that you hear, and they're, hi, I'm, I'm Mr. Sunshine, and I'm the nicest guy in the world. And then you meet them in, in, in uh, real life, and they're big jerks. And they're mean to people at the McDonald's and things like that, okay? I've always been, because I told the story, I worked for two years as a curb boy at Steak and Shake, which they don't have anymore. That shows how old I am. And I learned a lot about people. I learned that there are some people that just think that if you were, you know, in a lower class than they are, they can just urinate on you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. <laughs> and there are other people that no matter if you're, you know, the lowest class uh, job in the world, they're still nice to you. I've always tried to be super nice to anybody that I come in contact with, especially at fast food. Okay, I'm taking it one step further. And yesterday I got two big smiles. I drove through McDonald's and, you know, gave my order at the, you know, at the, at the thing out, out and back and then went up to the window where I paid and I gave the lady my money and I looked at her right in the, in the eyes and I smiled. I said, thank you for doing such a great job. And she looked back at me and she said, why, that's nice. Thank you. So then when I went up to the window to pick up my food, same thing, looked her right in the eye and I go, hey, appreciate you the fact that you're coming in and working. Everybody is very appreciative of your efforts. And she sort of looked at me for like a minute because I'm thinking to myself, how many times do they hear something like that? It's more like, where's my ketchup? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. How, how, come, how come you didn't give me three ketchups and I need four salts? Come on, put it in a bag. I'm in a hurry. That's what they normally hear, right? Yes, that's exactly what they normally hear. So try to be a little bit nice to those people as well, too. Yeah, they, they put up with a lot anyway. But even now, I mean... They get paid what nine ten dollars an hour. Well, some of them are making more and than that. And they're on the front lines. Oh my god! Your food. Talking about the front lines, you know. I mean, I mean, I, I'm telling you know. And, and think about it. You know, I know they're not they're not as busy because they don't have the inside food anymore. But still, I don't think they're running on a full staff because you know there's there's going to be a lot of people when you're working like fast food and you get weird times like this. A lot of people are like, eh, not going to work. You know, I'm going to wait for that check, you know, yeah. <laughs> which, which if you follow what's going on in the House and the Senate right now, it's the Senate ain't no checks anytime soon because Nancy Pelosi and even it's funny, even the Democratic leaning press like the CNN is giving her trouble. 
because you know what they're trying to do with this uh, bill? They're trying to put all sorts of crazy stuff in there, like EPA stuff and and global That's warming. That's what they do. Well, I know. That's why it takes it so long for I, I, a bill I, to pass. I get it's it. Because they put they all this BS stuff in there that they're trying to get through to trying to, you know, underscore. So they, they this is not the time to do this. They, this is the time where they need to come together, stop their BS, and do their job. So you you're saying they put us in their bills? What? You said they put BS in the bills. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, us. I really wanted to say something else, but that was the cleanest I could come up with. Oh, man, the smartest woman in the world just texted me. She says, Mr. High Maintenance, huh? just stick your fries on your hamburger and eat it. Okay, I got news for you. I'm not ordering fries anymore. Why? I'm cut back. You know, I'm just doing the burger thing. Although I had I had fries last night. I drove through the drive-thru at, at Freddy's. And you know the crazy thing about it is? I was the only guy in the drive-thru. I'm thinking to myself, you know, normally Why, you go, were the West women or there was nobody in there? No, it was it was like deserted. I mean, like, you know, oh, okay. normally like, you know, the Mickey D's. I didn't D's, know if that was a sexist well, comment. No, 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 no. Most a sexist comment. Come on. Why would I say something like that, you dumb woman? Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're so funny. Somebody's going to lift that if they record it. I'm going to break the six-foot rule, so when I see you, you I'm just going to sit there, and I'm just going to throat punch you. Elbow pop, and then go through the throat. If you, you know, I look at these kind of things. Okay, when you drive by a fast food place with what we have right now, since, you know, a lot of places are closed, and, you know, and they can't, you can't go inside and eat, uh, most of the drive-thrus are, like, stacked up. So I went up to Freddy's last night. You know, I'm going like, man, this is crazy. I'm the only guy in line. I pull up to the to the you know to the to the uh, uh, the speaker. I'm thinking to myself, they must be close because there's nobody here. And pulled up, and lady said, "Hi, welcome to Freddy's. What can I get for you?" I'm thinking, wow, wow, this is nice. I'm like a I'm like a number one customer. And then I pulled into the parking lot, and I sat and I ate my food, and I thought to myself, man, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. That's so lovely. <laughs> It is. It's so goofy and stupid is what it is. No, it's lovely. (laughs) Anyway, lots of stuff to talk about. We've got developments. uh, Franklin County, St. Charles County, and I believe Jefferson County as as well have all jumped on the bandwagon, essentially saying, hey, stay at home. Uh, Although uh, Steve Ellman in St. Charles County has sort of said, eh, we're going to tell you to stay at home, but you know what? You be the judge. Isn't that sort of what he said? He sort of took a very cautious... Yeah, he pretty much did. Yeah. If co- you have... I'll, I'll find his exact words, yeah, but... but uh, well, yeah. he's... If you know Steve, he's not one of these... He's not like the governor of New York where he was like, you will do what I tell you to do. You know what I mean? He's not one of those kind of guys. Uh, um, you know, although he can get... Uh, you know, when he, you get him mad, uh, you know, he can... Uh, you know, and, and you know what? He's a big dude. You don't want to mess with him. I mean, if you're stood next to him, uh, yeah, I have actually. I'm not. I'm not a small guy, but I feel like a little guy next to him because he's like one of my kids. You know, I think he's like six six or six seven or something like that. He's a big dude, uh, and uh, you know, to the point where uh, on the county council, Mike Elam can tell you stories about this. Uh, is that if people disagree with him, he says, "Okay, we're going to go to my office and arm wrestle." I'm sorry. I'm trying to find out. Um, <laughs> Never mind. What he said. Um, oh, I went to the wrong website. That's what it is. Bunch of things. Go to westplex.news. It's right there. Uh, I know. I went to westplex.biz, which is something completely yeah. okay. different. 
a lot of things to talk about. Uh, first off, almost all the school districts in our listening area and all over the St. Louis metro have extended the uh, time off till about a month from now. I think most of them are doing, what, April 22nd, April 23rd. Um, what else has changed? Uh, some good news. We'll talk about the uh, Battle Hawks quarterback, who at now at this point is the former Battle Hawks quarterback. And a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, the, there's, I, I listen to this one podcast from time to time, and they're sponsored by, um, you know, one of these sports betting companies, sports book companies, and they have all sorts of new stuff to bet on. You know, since there aren't any sports going on anymore, they've got new stuff to bet on, and it's like, okay, crazy stuff. You know, I mean, it's sort of like it's sort of like when the Super Bowl. You know, you hear the Las Vegas book; they always do, you know, the traditional stuff. You know, who's going to win, the over and under, and stuff like that. And they do then they do goofy stuff. How long is the national anthem going to take? Is it going to be if it's over three minutes? You know, it's this. If it's under three minutes, what colored dress will you know Jennifer Lopez wear? You know, stuff weird stuff like that. Um, you know what time? Well, exactly what time? You know the exact minute and second will uh, you know the 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 foot touch the the ball and the kickoff? You know all sorts of goofy stuff like that. Huh. Yeah. Um. Just so you know, what what um, Executive Elman said was that we are to remain within the residence or on the property surrounding the residence except to engage in activities they deem necessary to their physical, mental, or spiritual well-being or for employment. Local retail stores and all other places of public accommodation must communicate social distancing requirements to customers. And uh, they were effective at 12.01 a.m. this morning as a measure to help the spread of COVID-19. Okay, we're a local business and I have so far not complied with that. So right now I'm gonna give our uh, distancing. I command you that at all points in your day and night, you are no farther than three feet from a radio, a smart speaker, or a phone, or a uh, uh, Amazon, uh, like an Alexa device, and streaming this radio station at all times. You must be within three feet at all times, and you can never stray any further than three feet. How's that for our social distancing? Um, or you could take the radio with you. Well, that's what I meant. You know. You know oh. <laughs> that's why. Got you, it. That's why you have to be within three feet all the time. You know, you just you know you stream it on your phone, whatever. Hey, we're gonna take a break. It's six eighteen. Westplex 107.1, it is AJR and 100 Bad Days. And I think we're at about day number 14 now. Isn't that what it is? Something like that. <laughs> so we've got 86 more to go. Uh, 622, it is BS in the morning. Uh, the smartest woman in the world has given me some additional information, which I don't know if I want to pass along. It's not the best world, uh, news because uh, it's going to impact uh, maybe quite a few people. Uh, it seems as though that an employee at the 5th Street Circle K in St. Charles tested positive and this particular employee worked the past weekend, so they're asking everyone who went there they need to quarantine. Uh, that's per the St. Charles Health Department. So, not. So what, which one is that? Uh, Fifth Street, the Circle K, I believe that. Oh, is, it's on Fifth Street. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, and that is, if I'm not mistaken, that's the one. I'm trying to think where the Circle K and Fifth Street would be. It's not on the uh, south side because that's a quick trip down there. And you go down it the street, i um, trying to think. It might be the one that's on the 5th Street. might be the other end of 5th Street down there by, um, 
uh, near Frenchtown. I'll have to double check on that. I have to see which one that is because now that you mentioned, I'm thinking to myself, okay, which which one is that? Because I know that area fairly well. Um, you know, as far as uh, I mean, not like the back of my hand, but you know, I mean. I've been a St. Charles guy for a long time. How's that? I'm not like one of these newbies that just moved into like Darden Prairie and go, oh, I've been here for a whole six months now. No, no, not the case, right? No, I've lived out here for long enough for it to call be called my... Be called your what? Oh, you disappeared. I, I'm sorry? You disappeared for a minute. I did? Yeah, you must have, uh, you must have put down your microphone and grabbed your Nord again. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do you have any interviews lined up for us today? Um, yes, we have Anna Alt coming up from LSL Finishes. And what time is she She'll on? She'll be coming up. I'm sorry? What time is she on? Uh, seven-ish. Okay, cool. Um, and this is what we're trying to do. If you would like us to put you on the air to promote your business, uh, and once again, we're not charging for this, if you want to send some money our way, because... Heaven knows we sure as hell need it <laughs> because we're not selling too many new advertisers. And I have to tell you, I'm very thankful for the fact that we've yet to lose an advertiser uh, as far as anybody canceling. I know that I talked to a couple of my radio buddies yesterday and they were telling me stories in some markets where some of the radio stations have had in excess of, um, what, three, $400,000 in cancellations. I just wish we had three or four hundred thousand dollars in business and I'd be a happy guy. But anyway, uh, because, you know, a lot of businesses, they're done. You know what I mean? If you can't do this, you can't do that. I mean, imagine like your hair salon, places like that. You know what? The question I had was um, and, you know, you got the enterprise rental car places. They're like the small kind of places. Matter of fact, there's one that I drive by all the time that's in an old gas station. And, you know, normally, if you figure they're in the rental car business, they got X amount of cars in a lot, and a lot of the cars are out. I drove by this place over the weekend, and you couldn't have squeezed one more car onto that lot. And I'm thinking to myself, did they shut down? Is Enterprise still renting cars? Or is it just the fact that nobody's renting cars right now? Do you know anything about that? I do not, but I, I would hope that they would give some people a, a little break on uh the price of a rental car well some of them considering that you know some on on some of the cars they give you power brakes (laughs) only you brad (laughs) well you said a little break hey if i go rent a car i don't want a little break i want a good break yeah i know but i'm talking about a price break oh i get it god you you just are way ahead of me i mean I, i i you know i mean like i'm still working on that third digit for my iq remember we talked about that last week Yes, I remember that we talked about that. You're Mensa smart, so no, stop it. The average IQ in the United States is 98. I mean, I'm, when I heard that, I thought to myself, I don't know about that. And I'm I, perfectly happy with my average intelligence. I'm surrounded by brilliant people in my family, in my job, and uh, I'm perfectly happy with my average intelligence. Well, my mom, and I shouldn't bring this up. Maybe I would. Well, you know what? I won't. I won't talk about that because that may be somewhat negative. Um, anyway, uh-oh, uh-oh, she says she's revising. Sorry, not 5th Street, 3,700 block of Elm. Okay, that makes sense. That would put it down, that would put it right down there at 370, I Yeah, believe. and yes. Zumbel. Yeah. The no. end of Zumbel. And in, or what, where again? No, not at Zoom. Not at Zoom. Maybe I don't know. I'll, I'll look oh that up. Oh my gosh, that's what it is. It's it's on Elm Street. Yeah, it's down at three seventy, isn't it? Isn't it thirty seven hundred block down there? I'll look it up. I'll look it up on. Yeah, Google that. Yeah. 
Uh, so we'll 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 double check on that one. And okay. um, uh, stuff coming up. Like I said, uh, I I didn't finish my thought, which is unusual because normally Shelley never interrupts me, and I'm able to complete my thoughts. I never interrupt you. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, if you'd like us to interview you on the air, we'd be more than happy to. Uh, we're giving out our cell phone numbers, which I gave out mine out anyway. 314-280-8880. You can text me at that number as well, too. Shelly's is 314-477-8835. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Westplex 107.1, and one of uh, the songs that Shelly, every morning, when we first get on the air, she'll say off air to me, will you play that Bruno Mars Marry Me song? That's my favorite song. Well, it's not my favorite song. You know what my favorite is, but it's not bad. Why do you not like that song? He's not as whiny as he could have been. Oh, my God. You know what? But he kind of teeters on the edge. I heard a song yesterday on another radio station that I I immediately thought of you. Oh, my God. Was it extra whiny? Oh, it was the Counting Crows. And I haven't heard the song in a while. And I thought to myself, man, that is the... That nice sounds like this. Oh, I'm going, oh, so boy. what was the song? Oh, it, I can't remember. It was... It was. I know you Shazammed it. Uh, I did, but I don't know if I remember if I saved it or not. It was... Let me see if I did. Um, it was like... I mean, I'm thinking to myself, man, Shelly would have a field day with that. That would be like El, El Wino. Uh, no, I didn't save it. I didn't save it. I can't remember what it was. Huh. It okay. was. It was. It was like, oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I sent you this video, which has gotten to me... And by the way, next hour we'll talk about this. Once again, the St. Louis area gets national attention, and it's not good. We'll talk about that next hour. Uh, but I sent you the video of... Do you, do you remember what city that was in? It's someplace down in Florida, wasn't it? Yes, it was. And it was a city council meeting, and the mayor, uh, who was a lady, and uh, one of the uh, council guys, dudes, whatever you want to call them, um, they had it out. And man, and, and this was on their, their, you know, the video was on their, their uh, community channel on uh, cable TV. And <laughs> they are going at it. Uh, and essentially, what it came down to was he was criticizing her because the city was still turning off people's utilities. Now, remember when this first got funky last week, I got the email from Ameren UE saying that, uh, you know, hey, we're not going to turn anybody off. Over the weekend, I got an email, a press release from American Cities Water saying not only are they going to turn anybody, they're not going to turn anybody off. If they recently turned you off, they're going to turn you back on. How's that? You don't have to go and put a deposit down or anything like that. And uh, I told you how I got the uh, the uh, the video from the head uh, the head uh, the head Grand Poobah at uh, uh, Quiver River Electric, and he talked about how uh, don't worry about it, there's no coronavirus going to come through the lines, um, and uh, you know uh, everything's going to be great, and you don't have to put those outlet covers on your outlets so the cor- uh, you know the virus doesn't come through your outlets. Remember we talked about that, and you said yes, we talked about that, and you said wow, that's interesting. I didn't think you could transmit it that way. I go well, according to them. There's, they got those special, you know, uh, coronavirus uh, filters on their electric lines, and you don't have to worry about it. So, Leave it to Quiver River to be the best. Yes. Uh. And we do appreciate all their advertising. We do. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> because they'll never advertise with us. And what's the crazy no, thing won't. about it is of our, me. of our three transmitter sites, two of them are powered by Quiver River. And yet they keep telling me, well, we do this survey every year and we look at the top 10 radio stations that our customers like and you're never on there. And it's funny because uh, two thirds of the radio stations they're on 
are not on the list either. But that's a whole other story. Do I sound like I'm upset about that? A little bit bitter, <laughs> yes. Anyway, this city council meeting degenerated into a shouting match because the it dude, really did. the dude who's the council guy, the council dude, uh, was upset because the city was still turning off utilities, and the mayor, who was a lady, was essentially like, "Well, so what? They didn't pay their bill." You know, and he's going like, hey, this is a terrible time. And at one point in time, she gets up and walks off. Then she comes back and she comes, you know, and they yell and scream. And, oh, God. And I think part of it has to do with the fact that the dude is running for uh, state senator, state something or other. And by the way, next hour, let's talk about this. Did you hear what, uh, put this on the list for next hour, okay? I didn't do I didn't do this booty this morning, shame on me. Uh, so it'll be Shelly writing stuff down again. Uh, put about, uh, put on there, let's do this like the 720 break. Uh, talk about what the Florida governor has done, which a lot of people are like, some people are going like, yes, you know, what a smart move. And other people are going like, I can't believe he did that. So we'll talk about that next hour. Um, lots of stuff to talk about this morning. We've got Anna Alt on from uh, uh, LSL Finishes. LSL Finishes. She's going to be on a little bit after 7 o'clock. Um, I don't know about doing an interview with Anna. She's one of those people that you almost have to reach down her throat and pull the words out because she doesn't talk no, much. No, she's not. You know, she, doesn't, she is on fleek. <laughs> she doesn't talk much. You know, if you say to her, Anna, how you doing? Fine. What do you think of the, you know, what's going on with the weather? It's sort of cold. You know, no, uh, that's not how she is. <laughs> you know, that's not. She is vibrant. She is vivacious. <laughs> she is a, a perfect um, networker for her business. You know, they're into uh, vertically integrated. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw that new chimney they put in their house. That that they did what? I saw the new chimney they put on their house. No, I don't think they did that because you know why? Why is that? Because they just put um, a stake in the ground for a new new home. Really? Yeah. So what do you do? You go to Schnooks and you buy a T-bone. You go. Is that like you know? And you plant it, and then a new home grows. Is that like the deal? What's the What's the metal if you're Catholic and you try to sell your home and it doesn't sell? You bury that in the it's backyard. Saint Joseph. Saint Joseph. So in other words, what she did was they went to Schnooks. Her and her husband went to Schnooks, bought a T-bone, and buried it in the backyard. And then they'll come back a week later, and their house be there. Um, no. Well, not that kind of a state. Which, which brings to mind, I wonder if they are building houses right now. You know, I would imagine that, they, they, you know, I would imagine this has probably put a stop to a lot of the real estate. Um, uh, although the crazy thing about it is home loans are probably cheaper than they've ever been now because the Fed's uh, rate is like almost zero if it's not at zero. So I don't know. You know what? That's something we should talk to about. Maybe we get a real. Who's our real estate person? We have on the air, uh, uh, Angie, Angie. Harness. Why don't you Why don't you see if you can set her up for tomorrow? How about that? And we'll talk to her about what's okay. going on in the real estate thing, and she can give us a scoop on that. Okay, it is six forty-five. Westplex one hundred seven point one. New from Bruno Mars. I do like that. You know, we played around with that yesterday afternoon in the show, and I got to do that again. I, I still amazes me. Okay, and you already know where I'm going with this, but I'm going to play the intro of that song. You ready, Shelley? I'm ready. I'm going to jump in a little farther. Miami Vice. I'm telling you. I, I, it, it does sound like Miami Vice, but I also think that it sounds like um, 
the Breakfast Club or Pretty in Pink or, you can't, or can I taste anything it? that was in this in the eighties. Well, because it's like a dance song. That was Miami Vice eighties. By the way, I've never seen the Breakfast Club and I've never seen Pretty in Pink. <laughs> You haven't? No, I've never seen either one. What is wrong with you? I don't. Once again, I have this terrible problem when a movie comes out and that happens, you know, oh my God, it's the world's best movie. And then I hear 14 million people say that and I go see the movie and it's like, man, that was a disappointment. I would rather someone say, hey man, there's this new movie called The Breakfast Club. It's just terrible. It's horrible. Um, you know, you're not going to like it. It just really sucks. And it's got a bunch of young actors who, you know, you'll never see them again. Uh, they'll never be anything in life. Uh, you know, you just it's terrible. Don't waste your money. They were the brat pack. Well, but, but once again, I get hyped on stuff, and it's always disappointing. You know? I mean, you know, in, in, the, in the business I'm in, maybe because of the fact that, unfortunately, through the years, I've seen behind the curtain, you know, in a number of different times when, you know, I've seen people and things that everybody oh my god you got to go see this or oh you got to go have this frozen custard and you get there it's like eh, it's okay you know eh, nothing to write home about you know oh it's the best pizza you know i mean i have to tell you my philosophy is if you open a piece of pizza restaurant in st louis and i like it you might as well just shut your doors because of the fact that you're going to go out of business because i like what everybody else doesn't like you know, I can tell you all the pizza places in St. Louis that I fell in love with that are every last one of them is gone. You know, I mean, they just don't make it like Shakey's. Oh, I love Shakey's. I know. Right. There used to be this place in Clayton. I mean, way, way, way back in the day. And I've never had yeah. another pizza as good as this. It's called the Star Chamber. Oh, my God. Was that a good place? Yeah, I, that was probably. And that that's gone. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I what first federal Franken crust. I love their pizza. They're gone. You know. I mean, first I, federal Franken crust. Yeah. Don't you remember that? No. They. I was probably two. No, 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 no. It's not that old. They started in in uh, Clayton, and they actually took over an old bank building on Forsyth, and used to be able to sit and eat in the vault, sort of like uh, the Llewellyns on Main Street in St. Charles. You know, if there's, they're in an old bank building, and uh, you, I think you can still, for a while there, you could eat in the vault. They had the vault door open, you can eat in the vault. Anyway, First Federal Frankencrust, and that was, at the time, run by, you know Jen Jennifer Blome from Channel 5? I do. That was run by her husband. Her husband ran that, and at one point in time, they had I don't know three or four locations. They had a they had a, uh, a location in the Gonorrhea Mall and a couple other places. Um, and what did you call it? <laughs> Gonorrhea isn't that what it is? Galleria. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I always get that mixed up. <laughs> oh, oopsie. <laughs> what's, what's, I can't believe you said that. What's a mother to do? Uh, hey, 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 First Federal Frank and Crust used to have a place. I mean, here, here. do I know my, my fast food kind of stuff? They used you to have do. a place way back when on version one of the casino in St. Charles. When, when the casino in St. Charles was on boats, literally yeah. on boats, yes. they, had a, uh, they had a place there on the boat. Um, I mean, like one, way back when, to the point where, and that was interesting, to the point where I took my kids there once to eat. Because it used to be that, you know, then they changed it where you couldn't get on the boat. And I don't know how they've, they've, they've I don't know if they've done it anymore. But this was like when they had the little time, this is before they had slot machines. You know, because remember, God, I still remember. I mean, if, if somebody did a history of gambling in the state of Missouri, it, and I remember this from being a radio guy, when they first came out, 
the 60-second commercials were like 45 seconds of disclaimer. You know, it's like, hey, come visit our new gambling facility in St. Charles. And then, you know, the guy, the announcer would come on. Yes, we're on the riverfront. And yes, you'll have fun. So that was 15 seconds of the 60. And then the rest was, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, it was like all this disclaimer stuff that the politicians had to put in. And it's like, you know, and then, you know, slowly but surely the, the you know, the, the you know, the, uh, the lobbyists took all the legislators out to lunch down in Jefferson City and, you know, got them booze and bought them new cars and, you know, got them vacation homes in Florida. And then all of a sudden, all that's gone and they don't float anymore and they're not on the river. Isn't that crazy how that works? It is. <laughs> totally cray cray. It's it, it's a perfect example of the golden rule. You know what the golden rule is? Um, he who has all the gold makes all the rules. That is not the golden rule. It's the golden rule. He, <laughs> Maybe he, in Brad world, but not in Shelly well, world. Think about it for a minute. He who has all the gold makes all the rules. You know. I have thought about it for years, actually, hey, but why, no. Why do you think? Why do you think in St. Charles County that everybody's like, you know, oh, General Motors, we love you. Because they just, you know, they, they, A, they hire a lot of people in St. Charles County, which is B, which is good. And B, they just said, we're going to put a billion dollars into that plant. Oh, you know, if General Motors, you know, called up, um, you know, uh, you know, some of the local politicians and say, hey, uh, I want you to put a billboard on the highway and I want you to have your face upside down on the billboard. Uh, and I want you to once a week climb up on the billboard and wave to everybody who's driving uh, a, a GMC or a Chevy Colorado, there'd be guys doing that. We would actually, excuse me, <clears throat> hairball, we would actually be doing that. <laughs> yeah, if they'd spend some money with us, but they won't. So that's a whole other story. You know, but the GM plant, I think, closed down. Oh, no, 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 no. They're making widgets out there now. No, they're not. No. So no. Seriously, though. They, supposedly, they're going to be there. I don't know if they're going to do that. You know, supposedly they're going to be making respirators. That's what. Uh, that's good what. Good for them. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, though. I mean, because of the fact that that's one of those things that, like, you know, all of a sudden you're making cars, and all of a sudden you say, "Well, we're going to start making respirators." Go like, okay, now how's that going to work? Because that takes all sorts of. See, when I hear that, and and I guess my BS alarm goes off when I hear and Trump said, "Well, you know, General Motors is going to start making respirators." I'm going like, okay, that would be like. You know, if I was, you know, if I was making lawnmowers, you know, let's say I'm making zero turn lawnmowers and then all of a sudden, oh, you know, tomorrow we're going to start making respirators. It's like I can't just like grab a bunch of lawnmower parts and turn it into a respirator. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get it. In World War II, they retooled. I mean, we talk about if you're a gun freak, you know, the story of the M1 carbines, especially uh, in World War II, there were like, I don't know, 12 or 13 different manufacturers of M1 carbines. These are the the guns, uh, you know, the rifles that they used in World War II. And a couple of the companies were really bizarre. Rockola, the company that made all the jute boxes, they made yeah. guns. You know, I mean, because of the fact it was the war effort and they retooled. But the problem was, and that's the interesting thing, the problem was that some of those guns weren't the best guns because they were not made by gun makers. They were made by, you know, uh, jukebox companies that were turning out guns and i'm not trying to say that they turned out junk but you know i mean if you were going to buy 
you know, let's say, I don't know, what would you buy that would be somewhat Desperate hot? times call for desperate measures, yeah, and but I, I think it. that that's where we're at. And I think if what you're saying is correct, that they're going to turn around and make respirators, I think that they're going to be the best damn respirators that, I, but, that can be made. Once again, I know how they're going to do it. You know, maybe they'll come up with some way. You know, They will come up with something. They've got the best of the best, actually. Well, you know, I'll be more than happy to donate any of my cars if they can turn it into a respirator. How's that? <laughs> then they would be busy for a while. <laughs> yeah, 7 o'clock. Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the morning, and we are trying to keep you in the positive uh, frame of mind by playing good times music, right? And even the title of that song is Good Times, right, Shelly? Absolutely. We are right on top of it. Uh, well, at least Shelly is. I'm, I'm always lagging behind. Uh, 7.09, we are doing what we can to help move businesses forward uh, in this, you know what? It's to the point where I'm listening to a couple other different radio stations, and every other commercial starts out with this. In these difficult times, I'm going like, okay, let's just all suck it up and say, hey, look, let's move forward. Uh, but anyway, what we're trying to do is we're trying to promote businesses that are still open and doing things uh, well. If you want to find out what your local restaurant is up to, at least in the Westplex area, you can go to westplex.news. That's our website. And I just updated that story. Uh, there is a link to our friends at the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce who have a very, very, very in-depth um, list of all the restaurants and what they're doing, like takeout, uh, delivery. Uh, special deals yesterday we had the, remember we had the deal with if you uh, order at the brass rail uh, you can actually add an order of toilet paper to your order and they'll you know born uh, give that for curbside pickup if you're a low That's on toilet Scott paper. Ellinger, he is innovative for <laughs> yeah, sure toilet paper with your food uh, on the phone with me I have a shy retiring woman who I, I have to be honest with you, is gonna be a tough interview because this woman barely ever talks Anna Alt from LSL Finishes. Anna, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Shelly. I'm great. Thank you. Hey, you are, uh, you and your husband run LSL Finishes. Tell us a little bit about that business. So LSL Finishes, uh, my husband's background is in painting. He's a union painter for many years. Uh, we started LSL Finishes basically just painting, and then eventually we added the flooring side. And since then, uh, we just have become um, a bit of a, a jack of all trades. I feel like master of many. Uh, we can do kitchen, bathroom, basement remodels, uh, just about anything that doesn't require um, electrical plumbing permits. We leave that up to uh, uh, someone like Caleb with Extreme Electrical. Now, as far as uh, your business, I mean, you know, are things going? Uh, are, are people still calling? Are you still doing the jobs you're working on? How's that going for you? Uh, things have slowed down a bit. Um, we, we are still getting calls. Um, we've uh, had a couple clients that are elderly and have asked us to hold off um, for the, the time being, which we completely understand. Um, but we're still working under the guidelines that um, the government um, uh, and local government and CDC have put out. Um, but yeah, we're, we're still open for business, uh, taking the necessary precautions. Uh, we just actually looked at the guidelines from the CDC yesterday and spoke with all of our guys um, and we're trying to follow those. Now, are, are you doing more painting? Are you doing more flooring? Or what, what's what's the scope of the work you're doing now? Uh, right now, we're doing a little bit more GC work than anything. Um, I'll always take some painting and flooring jobs because those are 
those are our bread and butter, and we can get those done uh, pretty quickly. So if anybody wants to uh, call us and we can walk through a FaceTime uh, with painting and flooring, we can give estimates over over the phone quite easily. So any of your uh, listeners, call us up for some painting and flooring jobs. Now that's cool. So you're 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 doing uh, you're doing uh, estimates through FaceTime. Yeah, we did we did one yesterday actually. Uh, it, it, it's pretty easy, you know, in this day and age with the the tools that we have in our toolbox. And and, and this is an important thing for for companies that can stay, that can work from home. I'm very happy with the technology that we have nowadays um, to be able to do stuff like that. Um, my cousin in Seattle told me about two weeks ago, if it can wait, let it wait. Um, I think that's a good way to um, look at what we're doing um, business-wise, whether it's LSL finishes or whether it's a financial advisor with Edward Jones. If you can work from home, that is the best idea. Uh, but not all companies and not all services obviously can be done from home. You know, today's trash pickup day for, for my neighborhood. That's an essential service and he can't stay home. Yeah, yeah. well, we, Shelly and I talk about it all the time. There's a lot of businesses that you just can't just, eh, I'm going to stay home. You just got to show up for work. I mean, like, you know, Shelly and I, we just can't stay at home. We got to we gotta go to that big radio station building there, uh, you know, where everybody hangs out. You know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. You and, you and Shelly have to be together, right? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but that's a whole other story. Uh, but uh, let me go back to something. You talked about the face, the, the FaceTime estimates. So, in other words, the people would give you, like, the dimensions, and then you'd say, okay, show me the room, and then they would move their phone around and show you what, uh, what the room looks like? Yes, sir. No kidding. That's pretty interesting. Um, I know that a lot of the roofers and things like that are estimating jobs with uh, with Google, where they're using the satellite maps, and they can you know zoom into a roof and go, okay, that's X amount of square feet. It's going to take X amount of squares and things like that. But I never thought about that. That's really ingenious as far as uh, that kind of stuff. Now, uh, it, it, when when they show you the room, are there things you go, oh, we got to paint around that? So you're taking notes as as they move around, uh, move their phone around. Absolutely. Uh, Dan, my husband, he does all of our estimating, and he's a he's an old school pen to paper kind of guy. So as as the client was walking around yesterday, he just had his pad of paper and writing down what he saw. If there was any um, uh, spots that needed to be fixed before we painted, so yeah, uh, just basically walking around virtually. Wow, that is really a cool idea. I never thought of that. Uh, we're talking with Anna Alt, uh, her and her husband on LSL uh, own LSL finishes, um, and uh, business is good, not as uh, much as it could be, but you're still doing stuff. Do you consider yourself an essential business? I mean, as far as that's concerned. Um, I well, you know, when people are stuck in their homes, it is important to uh, feel safe, feel comfortable in your home, and. I, I don't. I wouldn't say it's an essential business if we're going to compare it to the healthcare system. To maybe some, like I said, mentioned earlier, trash pickup. Um, but you know, I, I looking at the guidelines um, that the CDC put out, and a little bit more specific from St. Louis County, we are construction is considered essential, and I'm you know I'm really trying to base our decisions on what government has given us. Cool. Uh, if uh, people want to get a hold of you, give us a phone number and web address where they can get in contact with you. Yeah, uh, 314-393-2335. Our office manager is working from home, but she is 
she is doing a phenomenal job working from home, taking care of her husband and her kids. And our website is lslfinishes.com. Anna, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate what your husband and you are doing. I think that's a really cool idea with the FaceTime estimates. I never wouldn't thought of that. I'm thinking to myself, man, how, how technology's right. changed our lives, isn't it? It truly has. Thanks so much for calling, and uh, stay safe, everybody. Uh-huh. Talk to you later. Anna Alt, uh, you like her a lot, don't you, Shelly? I do. She's one of my favorite humans. Uh, as opposed to uh, inhuman? <laughs> No, you know, we see the worst of humanity and the best of humanity, especially during times like these. And um, she's she's one of the good humans. Don't you think so that was her husband? Well, I know I they're, they're both. both great people. Don't you think that was interesting about how they're doing FaceTime estimates? I mean, like, it doesn't surprise me because they're always innovative. But what? they really are. They're excellent at their craft. And uh, besides being good humans, they... Uh, they they do an excellent job. What a great idea! I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, I never even thought of that. I mean, you know, I do so much of that now where I use my phone. Like if I'm in, you know, you know this with, with what we've, uh, you know, equipment we work on. If I have like a part or something like that, I need. I mean, I'll just take a picture of it, you know, and and you know, send it to somebody. Hey, can you get me this? You know, and nine times out of ten, you know, I'll get a response. Yeah, oh yeah, we got that in stock. You know, it's you know thirteen dollars and thirty two cents. Okay, great, I'll be right over. That kind of stuff. I love it. You know, I, I have always been a techno freak, but more importantly, I've, I mean, I was one of the first guys, and I, I swear this is not kidding, I was one of the first guys in St. Louis to have a fax machine. I mean, back in the day. and I, I believe it. Oh, and, and you know what? My wife, when I bought that, she thought I had lost my head because you know what I paid for my first fax machine? Probably about four or $500. No, try $3,500. 30, okay. 35. I had a sales guy come out. You know, when I called this company, I had a sales guy come into my office with two machines. Oh, this is our super duper machine and blah, 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 blah. And when I when I got that, I mean, she thought I was nuts. She go, what? You spent how much on what? And the interesting thing about it was we got to the point where we picked up a lot of business because we were doing, not only we're doing the traffic network thing, but we're also doing recording commercials and things like that. We picked up a lot of business because of the fact that people would fax us a script. You know, I mean, this is back in the day. This is pre-internet, pre-email, pre-any of that kind of stuff. They would fax us a script and we'd produce the script and then we would take the tapes, yes, bend the tapes, and we would put it, go out to FedEx at the airport, put it on the plane, and it would be like at the client or the radio station the next day. I mean, we got so much business because of that. And then it got to the point where people in a little business complex we were at the time, people would come in and go like, hey, man, I heard you got a fax machine. Can I fax something? You know, it was crazy. You know, and, I'm, and, and it turned out to the point where I made my money back on that stupid machine probably about six months. You know, it was crazy. But, you know, once that again. That doesn't surprise me. But now, you know, fax machine, I don't even have a fax. Well, I do. I technically, one of my copiers is, is, is you know, acts as a fax machine. But I don't even have the phone line hooked up to it. Matter of fact, like every other day, I get an alarm on this printer that says, phone line not connected. Because it's not connected to, you know, phone line far, far that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, I tell you what, let's play one song here. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back. It's BS in the Morning. Uh, I am B. She is S. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. The station website is westplex1071.com. 720, Westplex 107.1. My life would suck without you. Uh, That's what uh, Shelly says about everybody else but me. Um. 
That's not true. <laughs> Good morning. It's, I tell you that all the time. It's BS in the Morning. Uh, we are Brad and Shelly. Uh, she is Brad. I'm Shelly. Our web address is bsinthemorning.show. Um, there's a thing that came out yesterday, which I thought was really fascinating. You know, New York has had a lot of problems with the virus deal going on. And there are a lot of people uh, who are not happy about the fact that they have shut down pretty much everything in New York. New York is one of those shutdown places. This is New York City. Yeah. So there are a lot of people who are leaving the city and the state of New York and flying down to Florida. Okay. They're like, uh, you know, even though this is probably the time, this is the time of year where the snowbirds usually are leaving Florida and going back to New York, but there are a lot of New Yorkers just saying, okay, you know, heck with this, we're going to move down to Florida, at least for the time being, move in with their friends, things like that. The governor has decided that anybody who's coming from New York, they have to be tested, the temperature test dealing when they get off the plane, and then they have to self-quarantine for 14 days. And there are a lot of people who are upset about that. How do you feel about that, Shelly? I actually think that there's a you, you you broke up there. What again now? I think it's a good idea. Do you really? I do. Well, there are people that are saying, well, hold on a minute. Now, he's being a little bit two-faced because of the fact he didn't make all the spring breakers flying into Daytona and Fort Lauderdale and Miami Beach and all those places. He didn't make them do that. Why is he being discriminatory against the New Yorkers? Because they're on total lockdown, Brad. Well, I know I, 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 I see what you're saying, but I'm sort of like being devil's advocate. They're I mean, a hot zone. Well, I mean, to, some people are saying, well, he's just discriminating against. He doesn't like New Yorkers. And I'm going like, well, no, hold on a minute now. You know, I, and, and, and yesterday I heard something fascinating, you know, where I'm going like, man, I never would have thought about that. This guy, this guy was a doctor, an infectious control kind of, you know, guy. You know what I mean? Infectious disease doctor. Exactly. And you know what he said? He said what? the worst things that the colleges did was close down. And you know why? Why? Because all those kids are going home to their parents. And they may have been exposed because of the fact that typically the younger people, if they are exposed, they don't show the symptoms. So they're claiming that there are a lot of, you know, uh, late teens and early 20s that have do, you know, would test positive for the virus, but yet don't show it. And that they're going home to their parents who are, you know, not necessarily too young. I mean, if you got 18 year old, 18, 19 year old kids, you're probably going to be, you know, late 30s at probably the, the earliest, maybe 40s and 50s, even 60s. Um, and they're taking these viruses from the college campuses and going back home with them. And what they should have done was they should have said, essentially said, okay, the colleges are going to stay open, but we're not going to allow you to go back home. How about that? So you're saying that's what they want to do? No, 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 no. He was, the doctor was saying that. He said the worst thing they could have done was close down the schools, especially now we're not talking about like, you know, SCA where, you know, everybody lives, you know, within, you know, so many miles of the campus. We're talking about yeah. like, you know, Mizzou, you know, all the big colleges, you know, you think about it, you know, like right now, if you have friends that have kids in college, chances are they're going to UCLA or, you know, uh, you know, uh, wherever, you know, Georgia Tech. Uh, you know, uh, UT Austin, you know, places like that. They're all over the country and they're, they're, you know, they're all, 
you know, mingled or, you know, they're, they're intermingled. They're all mainly young people together in college. They're in dorms. They're in classes. Okay. So, so in other words, the idea being is that they, if they have the virus, they're not necessarily feeling it. Then when they go back home, they're exposing their parents and everyone else that they come in contact with, with something they picked up from another state. It's sort of like banning the travel from, you know, China and from Europe is that, you know, like, okay, just stay where you're at. And we're just trying to try to take things under control. And he's saying that they shouldn't have closed down the colleges. They should have made the kids stay and essentially made them stay on campus, not even leave campus. Hello? I don't know if I agree with that or not. <laughs> well, I just thought it was an interesting angle. I'm thinking to myself, I never would have thought of that, you know, because of the fact that, that you know, and, and think about it. If you're like in a college, like let's say a college that, you know, Mizzou has, you know, people from, you know, a lot of places in Missouri and some states, but like some universities, I mean, like, for example, right here in St. Louis, Washington University, the majority of the students that go to Wash U, they're not from here. They're from no, somewhere they're else. You know, and to the point where when they shut down Wash U, so all those people here in the St. Louis area, they jumped on planes. They went, you know, various cities all over the country, um, you know, various countries as well, too. There's a lot of foreign students that go to Wash U, um, and they're taking whatever they have here from St. Louis. Now, we have not been a hotbed, but still some of the areas, like, for example, in New York City, there's, you know, there's SUNY and, uh, you know, there are a lot of universities in, in New York City. All those people, when they closed down the universities, they jumped on planes. They went back home. And that's because I think that that's because when in times of peril, especially global peril that we're in right now, you just want to be with your family. Yeah, but once again, you want to be with your mom. I don't care how old you are. You want to be with your mother. Okay, <laughs> maybe you have a different situation than I, but that's a whole other story. Okay, it's <laughs> it's seven thirty. Westplex 107.1, yes, I don't care, but I do. 7.39, it is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Shelly, lots of stuff going on. Do you have a respirator, a mask? I do. You do? Um, Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of controversy over the last 48 hours. First off, Mark Cuban has, uh, you know, Mark Cuban, he never, he's, he's, he's very shy and retiring. He never really says anything about anybody. Right. That's just <laughs> right. how he, Mark Cuban is. He went off on the CEO of 3M, and there's been some interesting controversy with 3M. <clears throat> you know, 3M is the one of the big uh, manufacturers. They do a lot of healthcare stuff, and they do a ton of face masks and respirators. And it seems as though, hold on, I can clear my throat. Okay, it seems as though that a bunch of the hospital-grade respirators ended up at Target. And a bunch of the hospital-grade respirators ended up at Target. Yeah. And people complained, saying, hey, look, Target shouldn't be selling those to the general public if they're hospital-grade and they're not supposed to be sold retail, you know, they shouldn't be selling those at Target. Okay, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I sort of see this from both sides. If Target can acquire the hospital-grade respirators and sell them, why not? 
You know, now some people go, well, that's not right because the hospital should have them. So they they took a lot of heat. The CEO from uh, Target took a lot of heat on this and essentially said, OK, fine, uh, we're not we're going to stop selling them in the stores. Uh, and he essentially said, we don't know how we got them. Yeah, right. <laughs> they know exactly how they got them because somebody ordered them and they showed up and they sent them to their stores. Simple as that. Uh, anyway, they're going to send them to hospitals instead. Mark Cuban was complaining that. Uh, 3M uh, is actually fudging the numbers and they're saying they're producing more respirators than they actually, you know, uh, are uh, just to make them look good with the president and, you know, PR and stuff like that. But what was really so how interesting, would that make them look good with the president. Well, because the the, the CEO of 3M is going to like, whoa, we're, we're, we're doubling our output of our factory. And Mark Cuban says that's not right and he still says that i read the whole story it's sort of complicated because it's one of these supply chain kind of deals where supposedly 3m has contracts with various uh, distributors and healthcare uh, operations and there are uh, you know uh, they're 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 supposed to go to certain places but they're not necessarily so in other words, uh, you know, the, 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 the CEO of 3M essentially saying that all of our output is going directly to hospitals. And Mark Cuban says that's not the case, that it's going to distributors and the distributors are making a ton of money uh, because of the fact that they're uh, taking these once hoarding again. Them. Well, not necessarily hoarding them. Matter of fact, if you heard the attorney general <laughs> bar yesterday, here was a great quote from him. He was talking about these companies that are hoarding supplies of respirators and, uh, you know, uh, and hand sanitizer and things like that. And he said. And I say shame on you. Well, he said, if we find out you're hoarding this, there's going to be a knock at your door and we're going to be there to talk to you about this. I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I'd feel real comfortable with the attorney general and one of the DOJ people showing up at my doorstep if they thought I was hoarding stuff. But the other thing that came out was I have, and I kid about it at the time, I have it sitting right here and I can put it on and talk like this, but I have a really good 3M respirator. This is an industrial respirator and this has the, the two, uh, the two things on either side, you know, you know, they look like, I look like, like big bug eyes when I wear it, you know what I mean? But it's like I'm out of my mouth, you know what I'm talking about. And I, use it when I do things like, you know, cut the grass at the transmitter site because I have this, you know, hay fever problem. And the thing is really super efficient. But, and I'm thinking to myself, why can't they use those in the hospitals? Because they're really better than the hospital grade respirators. And you know what I found out about that? I heard this the other day. What's that? They can't sell them to the hospitals because of liability issues. That they are as good and a lot of times better than the respirators that a lot of the doctors and the nurses are wearing, but because of the fact that they're not certified for hospital use, the companies that manufacture them, 3N and other companies, would potentially be liable by somebody suing them, saying, hey, you, that was not, that respirator was not intended for hospital use, and a doctor used it, and, you know, he spread germs on my patient or whatever. So what the government did was they essentially exempted 3M and the other manufacturers who make industrial rep respirators for use in hospitals. So now, legally and liability-wise, if you're a hospital, you can use 
the industrial respirator. So you could go to like Granger. Granger's probably sold out, you know. But but still, once again, anybody who works like if you uh, like an auto body guy, anybody who works in various fields where you have to wear a respirator, I mean, these things are great. Matter of fact, I love mine. It's very comfortable. Um, and like I used to, after I cut the grass at the transmitter site, which take me like two, three hours, man, I'd be miserable for like a day after that. I wear this thing, no big deal, you know. And and there are it's 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 got different. Uh, different, uh, they're not canisters, but it has different elements that are replaceable. So in other words, and you can order them by different things. You can say, okay, I'm going to be doing welding. There's a certain type of filter that goes for welding. I'm going to be doing application of chemicals. I mean, like, for example, I bet you any money, Anna Alt, you know, with LSL, you know, her guys, when they're doing flooring and stuff like that, they wear this kind of stuff because, you know, some of the the fumes can get pretty obnoxious and, uh, you know, you're not supposed to breathe them in. So that's the deal. So now, do you think it'd be weird if I if I walked around in public with my respirator because the filters I have in this right now are like hot pink, like the logo of our radio station? They're like that hot pink. So I'd be noticed in the stores. Do you think people would give me a weird look? Besides the normal weird looks I get, because that's that's the way that you are. Some <laughs> weird. Gee, thanks. Okay, hey, seven forty. That's not what I said. You're putting words in my mouth. What? Me do that? I would never do that. Never. Every damn day. Never. It's 7.46. Westplex 107.1. I remember when that first came out. I thought to myself, do I like that song or not? Well, now I like it. Isn't that terrible? 7.56. It is BS in the morning. I am B. She is S. Shelly is on top of things this morning. I mean, all sorts of crazy stuff as we go through the morning. Um, anything you want to add right now? And uh, should we stay on for another hour again today? I think we should. Okay. Uh, if you want to check out, uh, I uh, have the updated list. This is by the uh, O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce. If you go to westplexnews.com and you read the article, I think it should be the top article. By the way, this is a new site we put up. And if you want to see news, this is what they call an aggregator site. But we are putting our own content in as well, too. There's stuff on there from uh, St. Charles County, St. Charles City, uh, O'Fallon, Wentzville. Uh, and it's all up on one website in one place and really easy to navigate if you want to go there just go to westplexnews.com and you can uh, if you pull down the menu there's all sorts of different uh things where the main page is like everybody combined into one and it's literally like first in first out kind of thing where uh as new articles are put there they're right at the uh, upper left hand corner they move across the screen and go down the screen if that makes any sense uh, but uh we have the link on there if you go to the westplex news uh article about the restaurants if you click on the link, it'll take you to the uh, St. Charles, excuse me, the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce and a very extensive list of what restaurants are offering what services. As you know, most restaurants cannot offer sit-down anymore. So it's a combination of who's doing delivery, who's doing curbside, what they're offering, that kind of stuff. And you can check that out. Um, smartest woman in the world has been updating me on things. And apparently the rumor is out and uh, may be confirmed later today or tomorrow that they're going to cancel the Olympics for this year and, oh, and really? move them to next year. 
possibly. They're in Japan, and they start, what, like mid-late July, and, uh, you know, we have the... Uh, used to be that the summer and winter, winter Olympics used to be uh, in the same year. Remember that way back when and every four years. And then they staggered them so that we have uh, every two years, we either have a summer or Olymp- winter Olympics and it doesn't look good for them. Um, a lot of other things. We'll talk about some of the stuff next hour. We are here to try to a have a little bit of fun. B, um, you know, Shelly can make fun of me. So that'll put a smile on your face. C, <laughs> trying to promote uh, local people's businesses. Um, because of the fact that the we are big, big, big supporters of a small business. That may sound weird. We're a big supporter of small business. Even to the point where we've started something new. If you want to go check it out, westplex.biz. It's an organization. Um, I, I don't know if you want to call it an organization. It's called the Westplex Business Alliance. And what we're doing is there's a it's lot like of... It's like a small business collective. Yes, small and medium-sized businesses. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to help promote small and medium businesses because that truly is the growth engine of this country. I know it's all great when the mayors can say that they got a new Amazon building or they got a... You you know, a billion dollars for, uh, you know, with the General Motors, but yet the majority of jobs in the entire United States are with small to medium-sized businesses. And think about it for Agreed. a minute. Um, you know, uh, could be, uh, could be you know, the local restaurant, could be uh, somebody like Caleb uh, with Extreme Electrical, Anna Alt with LSL Finishes, or could be, you know, even someone bigger. Like, for example, you've got in the St. Louis area, you've got some chains that are locally based here as far as, um, you know, Sugar Fire, although they're expanding out in other areas. Um, supplement Superstores, uh, you know, started in originally in Springfield, Missouri. Now, uh, you know, they're in St. Louis, but they're expanding in Columbia and Kansas City. But still, the majority of their operations are here in the St. Louis area. They uh, And once again, if you look at the page of westplex.biz, if you click on a thing on there where it says SMB, it'll talk about you know the size of small businesses, typically under 100 employees, medium-sized businesses, 100 to 999. And then you got your big boys, like the General Motors and the Boeings and things like that. We're trying to focus on the small business people because that is where the growth engine of the economy is And uh, we think sometimes they're the ones that are overlooked the most because, you know what, General Motors uh, is going to get a bailout, Ford's going to get a bailout, but is the guy down the street that uh, runs a carpet cleaning company going to get a bailout? Probably not. He's the guy you should be doing business with, and we're trying to promote that. Exactly. And we're going to take a break. Uh, You know what, I, I, I said... I said, Shelly, let's stay on for another hour. And she goes, oh, I don't want to do that. I got things to do. That is not what I said. <laughs> That's exactly Stop what she it. said. <laughs> I go, come on, Shelly, one more hour. You know, we're trying to do this. We're trying to promote people's businesses. We're trying to put smiles in people's faces. We're trying to say goofy stuff so they're not so freaked out by all this crazy. And Shelly says, I don't care what people think. I got things to do. I had to go get my nails done. Yeah, I need to get my hair tossed. <laughs> Check my nails. You, you can't get your nails done now. Isn't that one of the businesses has been shut down? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't go to those places. I you only know? go there for patties. Oh, okay. I so, do my own nails. Do you really? So do I. I, I use do. I use ten pennies. Um, anyway, that's another story. <laughs> Whatever. I use my nail gun. That's what I use. Uh-huh. Eight oh one. Westplex 107.1. Hey, Ma, I made it. It's me, your son Brad, on the radio. Oh, you never listen to radio? Oh, okay. 
Well, I still think that the, your mother did hear you well, on the radio. She, she never listened. I, I, I believe that. You believe what you believe, and I, I believe what I believe. I told you the story. She never listened to me. And my grandmother, her mother, my mother's mother, uh, told me that I was imagining that people were listening to me, that nobody would actually listen to that radio didn't really work, that people who worked in the radio business all um, you know, just talked into microphones that didn't go anywhere, that they all thought people were listening, but nobody was listening. She'd tell me that all the time. You're just imagining that you're talking to people. That's what she used to tell me. <laughs> that I have supportive parents and grandparents or what. <laughs> anyway, uh, BS in the Morning. I am uh, S. She is B. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. A couple things to talk about. What we're trying to do is we're going to go to the extended version. Normally we get off at 8 and then Shelly goes to the day spa and uh, doesn't get back home till about 8 o'clock at night. Uh, but uh, we're going to. We're going to press her into That's service. Me. Yes, we're going to press her into service. Uh, a non-related, you know, uh, you know, virus kind of story uh, came out yesterday that the Kansas City Chiefs have signed the Battle Hawks quarterback, Jordan D. Tamau or whatever his name is. I can't, you know, wouldn't you? I mean, you know, life's tough. You've got a relatively easy name, although you have the problem with people not putting the second E in your name that you're already correcting people. People say, it's so what, Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y. And you go, no, no, it's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. But how would you like to go through life with a name that, that had... Is correct. People never spell my name right. Right. How would you like to go through life uh, with a name that you have an apostrophe in? Okay, when you're filling out like an application, you know, little boxes, do you put like the apostrophe in one box? Is that what you do? Anyway, Jordan Tiamu, I believe is how he pronounces his name, uh, who was really good with the Battlehawks. Unfortunately, that season ended way too early because of the virus thing. Uh, but he signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be uh, like Mahomes, uh, one of the Mahomes backup boys. So, I mean, that's that's exciting news. Um, I, you know, I mean, that he is was, exciting news. Well, I, you know, I mean, he was he was good. I mean, I mean, I I watched a couple of the. I didn't go to any of the games, but I saw some of the uh, replays of the games. I thought to myself, "Damn, that guy's good." To a certain extent, he almost reminded me in a couple different plays of uh, of uh, you know Kurt who Warner. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Mister uh, Mister Hyvee store store uh, clerk. Um, you know, uh, and uh, you know so. And you know what? So many things. I mean, that was sad. The the uh, uh, especially for the XFL. I mean, it's not like the Cardinals where they've been around for hundreds of years or over a hundred years, and eh, they'll be back. Well, you know, here you got this season that started off, and um, you know, people showed up. Uh, you know, did very well. The the we were like one of the top. I think like the you know like one or the you know the first or second attendance uh, in in the league as far as the XFL. Some people made fun of it. I think some people were just happy to have football back in St. Louis. I think uh, some people uh, supported the uh, uh, the Battle Hawks just to give third Valanges to uh, you know Stan Kroenke. Uh, but um, you know, unfortunately, so funny. it ended much too early with the virus thing. We'll have to wait and see what comes back with that. The reports are bouncing all over the internet that the Olympic Committee is officially going to announce either later today or tomorrow that they're going to postpone the Olympics and possibly move them back an entire year. So uh, they will start in uh, 2021 and uh, or will be held in 2021 and not in 2020, coming up in July and August. Lots of stuff like that. We talked Isn't to- that like the ultimate disappointment to those kids? Oh, my God. Well, well I mean, come on. Think about it. I how- mean, they have trained and sacrificed 
well, to be the best of the best. Put yourself in the position of a lot of different young people right now. I know. How, how about I high? Know. How about high school seniors? You have no idea what the heck's going to happen. You know, I mean, are you going to graduate? I mean, is school going to come back? Some of the schools have already said, no, nah, we're done. We're not coming back. So if you're a senior, what do you do? Do you got to go back well, to school next like year? Well, it's just like my Tiffany. She's supposed to graduate right. April. Right, right, right. Something right. in April. Are, is, are there her classes suspended now? Are they? Are they? Are they're they? They're online now. They're online. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. So not only that, if you're a high school senior and let's say you were trying to apply to a college or let's say you're trying to apply to a trade school or a junior college or something like that, what do you do? Because of the fact that they're going to say, well, we need a, you know, high school diploma. Well, you don't know if you're going to get a high school diploma. How about the people that are seniors in college, you know, who uh, some of whom already have uh, started or, you know, uh, already interviewed for jobs. Some of maybe already even have job offers. My son, uh, Blake, my son, uh, you know, he worked. Uh, for Garmin as an intern uh, over two summers between a couple of his years of school. And uh, when he started his senior year, when he was leaving his internship at Garmin, he got a job offer from them before he even started his senior year. They essentially said, hey, you know, we, uh, we'd we like to offer you a job. And, I mean, literally, the day he was supposed to graduate, um, he didn't even go through graduation. Him and his wife. He didn't got, even walk, did he? No. They, the day, the the Saturday of graduation, I'm down in Columbia moving him, and uh, so you know he finished school. His graduation was that Saturday. He didn't go. Neither him nor his wife went. I moved him on Saturday. Uh, you know, moved all his furniture into his uh, new apartment in Kansas City. And then on Sunday, they, uh, you know, worked on their apartment and you know unpacking all the boxes. And on Monday, he started his new job. Thinking to myself, damn, you know, no, don't let the grass grow under his feet. You know what I mean? Um, and and that's the situation for a lot of people. That you know, what do you do? You know, like in the situation for him, if that would have been right now, he wouldn't have known what would have happened. I mean, like you know, would he get a degree from Mizzou? Would he be able to start that job the day after he graduated, or two days after he graduated? Who knows? Crazy times, crazy times, Shelley. You know, do you think we're going to make it? Do you think you and I, do you think we're, you know, that the electric company's not going to turn our electric off? And do you think that uh, I'll have enough money to, uh, you know, keep the Internet going? And, uh, you know, do you think we're, we're going to make it? Do you think we're going to have enough I, advertisers on the air? To... I, I think that we're going to be just fine, Brad. Okay, you're more optimistic than I, I I do. I really do. <sighs> I think we're going to get through this. You've gotten through worse situations. I don't know. And... I, I, I have to tell you. I try to be positive about this, but once again, let's go back to 2001. The country shut down for three, four, five days, and then things got back to normal. Well, not back to normal, but people essentially said, okay, fine. We're not going to let these terrorists, uh, you know, uh, kill our country. We're going to move forward. Uh, 2007, 2008, 2009. I mean, you know, once again, you know, I mean, this morning, I'm reading stuff this morning that they're talking about shutting down the airline system in the United States, just completely shutting it down. No travel. Mainly For how long? They don't know because of the fact that, that what's happening is there's reports of planes flying with, with single-digit passengers, you know, like less than 10 passengers. And, um, you know, they're, they're sustaining losses. Um, there's tons of cancellations. A lot of people, you know, I mean, because think about it. Like, people aren't going on vacation. People aren't, you know, business travelers. I mean, like, uh, you, know, you know who we need to talk to? And I don't know, I don't know if he'd go on the air with this. Uh, James Strong. Um, I bet you he would. He's been trying to get you on the air forever. Well, you know, James, an interesting guy. He was in the, uh, he, he was in the radio business. Uh, was sort of our competitor for a while. 
and now does a um, a um, um, podcast podcast fairly uh, fairly uh, often and uh, has a lot of uh, listeners to his podcast. And uh, his main job is he is a international sales rep for a company in Lake St. Louis, and he travels all over the world. I mean, all over yes, the world. Yes, he does. And I, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get a hold of him and see if he'll go on the air with us and talk about this. Because, I mean, he's a guy. Talk about a, a world traveler. Oh, my God. Um, you know, I know a couple other people that uh, I know a, a couple people that work at Anheuser-Busch. Um, you know, I, you and I talked about this yesterday because you said, well, how in the world are they still getting around? They have their own their own private jets. You know, they used to have it out at Lake St. Louis or not Lake St. Louis, Spirit of St. Louis Airport. Their own, you know, what they called, you know, Bush Air Force One or, Bush, you know, Bush Air Force out there with all the jets. And now most of those, I think are, they've all been moved to uh, New York. But, uh, boy, they're flying Falcon jets. Oh, those are nice jets. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they're still traveling internationally. Bright, that, shiny object, perhaps. What? <laughs> the, the, oh, they're flying <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's the most excited I've heard you in days. Oh, the Falcons are really incredible jets. They're, they're three... They're, they're tri-engine jets and they are just like, they're like, if, you know, like if you're hot stuff, you got like a Gulf stream. If you're really hot stuff, you got a Falcon jet, you know? I mean, that's like, you know, I mean like that would be like, like uh, you and me driving a Volkswagen and somebody coming up and saying, well, I don't have a Volkswagen. I've got a Ferrari. You go, Whoa, man, you got the car. That's what like the Falcons are. Um, you know, anyway, uh, let's see if I can get a hold of him. And see if he would go on the air and talk about this. Because I think it might be somewhat interesting to see his, his, his viewpoint on it. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We will be right back. It is 8.19. Westplex 107.1. I know people make fun of that song because when you really analyze it, there's not much to it. There's that synthesizer riff. There's the drum machine. And there's some rapping going on. But still, it's a great song. I love it. Yeah. 8.24. It is BS in the Morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. We are an extended show here. And, uh, you know, Shelly, yesterday uh, we decided we're going to do afternoons from 4 to 6 to try to, you know, keep things going, promote businesses. And three or four times, you know, they're talking about how nowadays instead of shaking hands, you're supposed to elbow people. Well, three or four times yeah. during the show, I had to elbow Shelly to wake her up. Shelly, we're on here. Wake up. Oh, are we, we, we're really on I the air? I did not sleep on the air, so quit telling people that I did. <laughs> Shelly, come on, wake was up. Was I a little wake tired? Oh, I was. Oh, but uh, what do you mean? We're supposed to talk into these microphones, and and it isn't what wasn't what your grandmother that said that nobody's really listening to us? Is that we're just talking to these microphones, and the sound's not going anywhere? Yes, that was my grandmother, but don't pay any attention to her. Okay, zip it, Hillbrand. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's not how it went down. So stop it. I I would have yesterday one year I would say. Hey, Shelly, what do you think about that? And I could say in my mind, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, That's because I'm having a hard time hearing you. I have to take, there's a delay, which is probably a good thing, but I have to take one of my earbuds out to listen off air. Well, we changed stuff around here in the studio, and we're still having some issues because of the fact that uh, the phone thing is not working like it should. Um, I'm still working on that. It sounds better than it did yesterday. I'm still tweaking because normally we didn't do too many phone calls. You are we're, a tweaker. Yeah, we're. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, yeah, you know what you know what that means, don't you? You know what a tweaker is, don't you? I do not. You don't know what a tweaker is? No, I've always just thought it was just a way to uh, 
tweak the transmitters and receivers. No, 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 no. Here, 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 here. The source for all, 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 all language. Okay, and I, I probably don't want to know what a tweaker is, do okay. I? Here, well, here, well, I'll, I'll, I'll read. No, you I really the, probably don't. I'll so read you the definition. We can just move on. No, 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 no. Here, here, here. we got to. I really you. think we need to move on. Well, you called me a tweaker, and I got to see if you're right or not. I okay. Feel um, like we need to move on. An extremely overly paranoid individual, usually high on meth or some other type of stimulant. The person is usually very high, strung out, and easily distracted by most anything. <laughs> Maybe well, that I... sounds like me not on drugs. <laughs> yeah, if you're a tweaker, you're usually a meth head. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, an individual, get this, an indiv- here's definition number two. An in- individual who uses methamphetamine and enjoys tinkering with clocks, cars, electronics, organizing junks, are just coloring a picture. <laughs> That's you. Except for the drugs. No, I don't. I don't do any pictures. They're no, ex- but you sit there and tweak everything. No, I don't. They are extremely meticulous. That's not me, and can easily be identified by a headlamp or flashlight, which is inclusive to the tweaker culture. Can usually be found in the company of shadow folk. Now I don't know what a shadow folk is. Here's definition I don't number know three. What a- uh, tweaker, person who constantly stays up cleaning, washing, organizing, power tooling, sorting, or otherwise helping themselves, being busy uh, doing menial tasks because they're high on meth. Someone who constantly makes slight alterations on usually a very specific object, i.e. computer. Uh, well, that's, that's the definition you're referring to me. Uh, and then uh, uh, here's another one. Number four, methamphetamine tweak or other form of speed addict who displays all the above in an obsessive compulsive manner. Well, that's not you at all. <laughs> I always love, I always love uh, the tw- uh, the Urban Dictionary when the guys write, uh, you know, used in a sentence. You know, for example, Tommy, what are you doing, man? I've been real busy sorting bolts for three days. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tweaker rock on <laughs> yeah, that's a tweaker uh, anyway so see what happens when you when you say things like that to me you know and you wonder why i don't speak <laughs> <laughs> well the the other day the other day uh, i mentioned about gaff and shelly didn't know what a gaff was and and uh, so a couple of the guys that worked in the theater business called her up and said, "Well, you we, you you know, a gaff is our tape." A gaff is their tape. I'm I'm, I'm it's a joke. Gaffer, you know, you ever heard of the term gaffer's tape? You know what gaffer's tape is? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> we'll I don't th- even know what a gaffer does. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that next break. Eight twenty-eight. Westplex 107.1, Halsey, bad at love. Good morning to you, 8.38. It is BS in the morning. I am uh, S, she is B, and our website is bsinthemorning.show. Station website is westplex1071.com. Um, Shelly, we're extended time today. We're on until 9 o'clock this morning. Um, talking about all the things going on with uh, the slowdown, uh, shutdown, the virus dealy. The virus dealy? Yeah, it's called the virus yeah. dealy. Uh, should we go on this afternoon? Are you going to be awake? Can you keep your eyes open for between four and six? Oh my gosh. It's a good thing that we're kind of separated from each other <laughs> because I would just like poke you in the eye. Uh, here, let me, my sport. let me, let me, let me get this. I got, I, I record all these things that Shelly does on the air. Like for example, if she says goofy stuff on the air, 
um, I will, you know, I will do things like uh, I'll record it. Like she'll say things like, Here was, "Here's one of my favorite." Here was, this is when we were discussing football. Drawback two and punt. Yeah, and then there was this classic. Uh, let me think, which one is it? Is it this one right here? I don't think that we should be called Cougars anymore. I think we should be called Panthers. Okay. And I still stand by that. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> Yesterday, when we were on the air. Uh, I recorded Shelly, and one of the breaks I was talking, and then I went to Shelly, and this is the recording of her on the air yesterday. I was not sleeping on the air, Brad. Stop it. I was tired. I, I will, I will, you know, I will take my comeuppance. I was tired. I wasn't, you know, the normal Shelly that I normally am. Do you mean Shelly's normal? <laughs> Since, since when is very normal. Since when is that? What year did that start? <laughs> oh, look at you. You're so cute. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Okay. Sometimes people in our industry, first off, I have to tell you, we talked about this yesterday afternoon. This knucklehead in Warrington, uh, and once again, this is under the category of it's not good when we make the national news because of stuff like this. OK, the national news has picked up on the fact that the Warrington police have arrested a guy who went into the Warrington Wally world and licked deodorant. Not like the top, you know, like, you know, like, like, he like stick opened deodorant. it up and licked no, it. No, I think he just licked the, from what I read, it's, he just like went on the, on the, on the rack or on the shelf where all the do, uh, deliver, uh, the deodorant was. And he just like ran his tongue like on the containers, the outside of the containers of like that five or just six. That's so wrong. Okay. I mean, that's just nasty. And then I, he, I don't understand. And then he, he videoed himself doing this and he mugged for the camera. Hey, oh, I'm not worried about this coronavirus stuff. So he posts this online. And not only do the local people see it online, the Warrington Police Department gets calls from like four foreign countries. I think one of them was like, you know, Finland or something like that. And they're in there saying, you might want to go check this guy out. He's talking about how he's at the Warrington Walmart and he's licking deodorant to show everybody like, ha ha, it doesn't bother me. So anyway, they went and arrested him. And I still have not seen what they they I charges of pending and i'm curious as to what they would charge him with we talked about this yesterday afternoon but there's got to be yes, some crazy charge they can make okay that's number one okay number two is uh, sometimes air personalities on radio stations get a little bit carried away and that was the case with this guy my name is dan dakich d-a-k-i-c-h and he works at uh the fan wfni 1070 in Indianapolis, owned by Emmis. And if you know anything about Emmis, they used to own Casey and and the Point and uh, 96.3 and 97.1, but they sold all the stations. But that's a whole other story, okay? So mm-hmm. he gets upset about uh, the firing of a coach from Scottsburg High School. Now, keep in mind, this is he's in Indianapolis. And they, they fired the coach, Brent Jameson, 35-year-old Jameson had posted a 41 and 57 record over the course of four years, but he'd just come off of a straight winning, a second straight winning season, school's first back-to-back winning season since 2005-2007. School board decided he wasn't doing very well, so they fired him. Okay, so this guy goes on the air, and here's a few of the selected comments he made. Quote, 
I may just drive down there and keep mind this this uh, this Scottsburg High School is in southern Indiana and Indianapolis is eh, probably sort of like mid Indiana. And he says, quote, I may just drive down there and beat the hell out of every school board member. OK, that's quote number one. Then he went on and he said uh, uh, the, the town, uh, which is located in southern Indiana, just north of Louisville, he says, quote, is full of meth aids and needles. <laughs> <laughs> and then then he went on to say, Scottsburg, are you complete idiots? Like, are you just that freaking stupid? Scottsburg, Indiana, can we please not fire a coach who has been great for the community? I mean, what is wrong with you people in Scottsburg? I mean, are you that hillbilly? <laughs> wow. Yes. <laughs> and, and, wow. And then, okay. and then here's according to the news article. This, the rant, which featured Dakage mocking the town's residents by speaking with an exaggerated twang, triggered a slew of email messages and phone calls from residents to WFNI. Hosted by, and this guy is a former Indiana University basketball player. It airs a weekdays from noon to three. According to a statement by Emma shared with the Star, the broadcaster says it will continue to investigate the issue. It also says, quote, Dan apologized, this is last week, Dan apologized Thursday to his listeners who were offended by his comments and passionate opinions about the situation. Listeners tune into Dan's weekday show for his strong views and frank manner. No kidding. When we hear from our listeners who have been offended by Dan's opinions, we take those matters seriously. Now get this, the school superintendent, Mark Slayton, denounced the remarks, telling the newspaper Dakich's comments were disparaging and threatening. He was particularly bothered by Dakich's remarks about meth, AIDS, and needles. But get this, back in 2011, Scott County, where Scottsburg is located, endured a drug-related HIV outbreak that peaked in 2015 and led to a temporary needle exchange program. And this is, this is the uh, super, uh, superintendent. He says, his comments disparaged the community residents and a student athlete and threatened with physical harm each individual member of the board's trustees. The community at large and all the individuals publicly disparaged and threatened by Dan Dakich deserve a sincere apology by Dakich. <laughs> You think you he went, also needs to be investigated. You went. You think went a little bit too far when you say on the air you're going to drive down there and beat up all the school board members. I mean, is that like you know you know who that sort of reminds me of? You don't hear too much about him anymore. Think about it for a minute. I know who it reminds me of. Go ahead, say it. Bob Romanek. No, 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 no. Yes, it does. No, no, a sports guy. Or, no, sports. Oh, guy. a sports guy. Sports guy. I have no idea. Kevin Slayton. Oh, yeah. Isn't he the one that um, keeps on... Or no, is that... Kevin... McKernan is the one Kevin that has been in, getting fired. Well, Kevin's been fired a few times. Kevin has, has made remarks like that. And supposedly... Um, well, I'm not going to go any further because last time I did said something about Kevin, he called me up and told me he was going to own my radio station because, you know, he is an attorney, by the way. So, <laughs> Okay, let's leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, we got to watch out for guys who are, who are hothead attorneys. You know, you don't want to mess. Indeed, with, we do. You don't want to mess with them, you know, because uh, because it doesn't cost them anything to sue you, but it costs yourself a lot of money to defend yourself. So anyway, that's the story. Okay, one more break and then we're done and Shelly can go to sleep. <laughs> You know what? Bite me. <laughs> you, can, you can go back to sleep till tomorrow. It's 847. It's the new year. You made all your resolutions. Now you're seeing things with a new 2020 view. But accidents do happen. Westplex 107.1. 
Shelly's favorite guy, Shaggy. Yes. I love Shaggy. She Almost is. Almost as much as I love Nelly, but Shaggy's. Shaggy's just different. Well, that's because you're a Shelly, because you see you like those E guys. You like Shaggy, Nelly, Shelly. That's what you like, right? That is exactly it. Uh, I knew it. I Tiffany. Knew it. Yeah, Tiffany. <laughs> there you go. It's all the people in your life that you like. 8.54, it's BS in the morning. We're doing extended. Uh, and you know what? If you can, um, you know, text Shelly and try to keep her awake till 9 o'clock. We only got six more minutes. So I don't know if she can hold on another six more minutes till she can. Okay, so everybody, <laughs> what he's talking about is we decided to do an afternoon show yesterday. Yeah, first and, first and last. Uh-huh. First, first and last. Aww. <laughs> I was I I had just woken up from a nap like thirty minutes before. In the morning, I get up at three every morning just so I can be awake at six. <laughs> it takes you three hours to come fully conscious. It does. <laughs> Man, it's a struggle, I'm, man. The struggle is real. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, keep going. Well, no, that's just you. You you need you need to talk to John Schneider about about you know about how the fact that like if you be a fireman, you can be asleep at three o'clock in the morning and the alarm goes off, and at three o two you're in your turnout gear and you're back on the back of a of a, of a fire engine going down a highway and you're wide awake. So you need you need to have him give you that talk about how you get that attitude. Well, I'm here to tell you, though, I, I've actually experienced that um, firsthand. You've been on the back of the fire engines? Because my um, office is in the lower level of the West Wentzville Fire Protection District, House 3. Yeah. And when they get a call, they are up, they are out, they are gone. Remember, we're kid about Shelly's downstairs in the basement, and she's right above, like, where they get out. And, you know, the alarm goes off and you go, brrrr, hear all the feet go, you know, flying across the, yeah, the, the like, floor. <laughs> you know, boom, you know, door open, zoom, you know, engine start, you know, horn, siren, zoom, out they go. I mean, they go from zero to 100 I'm telling in you. seconds. I'm telling you. And that, you know that, what? Them, that, that, those men and women, those first responders, they are working literally day and night to now, keep you safe. Think about now. I mean, gosh, talk about a job that has a lot of, uh, you know, not so good exposure. I mean, if you're a paramedic, if you're a firefighter, I mean... You know, I mean, you know, you can't say, well, I'm sorry, ma'am, we can't go into your house because, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, we, we, we don't have, you know, we are quarantining. No, they just go in, you know, it's always, it's always impressed me. And I've tried to use that as the model of my life that I heard it best after 9-11 that they talked about the, you know, the firefighters when everybody else was running out of the building, they were running in. And yes. not that I'll ever live up to, you know, what those guys do, but I've always tried to take the attitude of of that sort of how I sort of try to be my life is the fact that when people are pulling their hair out and going crazy, I'm the guy who gets invigorated by that. And I'm the guy that goes in and tries to make sense of chaos because in my normal day. I'm sort of a scattered scatterbrain, you know, I mean, I can't really concentrate on stuff, but like when the stuff hits the fan, I mean, I don't know what it is. I'm probably, you know, there's probably some psychiatrist that could give me kind of name, but man, I can, you know, it's to the point where like, I can do it like to the point where bullet points, one, two, three, three, a, three, B, three, C. And my mind doesn't work that way until like the stuff hits the fan. Is that weird or what? No, you're one of those people that like to make 
things happen. Well, I but but I'm like but, that too. But I I get and I almost hate to say this, but I'm at my best when things are at their worst. I mean, just like when the tornado hit our transmitter site years ago and destroyed crap AM. At the time, it wasn't crap. It was KWMO. But, I mean, I'm telling you, for like two weeks, I was like Mr. Focus, you know, and I was, you know, making phone calls and doing this. And Tornado literally picked up our transmitter building, flew it through the air about, I don't know how many feet, 100, 200 feet, dropped it. And then sprayed the equipment all over. The, the building fell apart. The equipment fell all over our, you know, our ground. And it rained on it for like three hours. And to this day, that transmitter that was in that, in that old building is on the air. Because I put it back together. I took it apart, cleaned it out, dried it off, you know, reassembled it, you know, replaced a bunch of blown up parts, put it back on the air. And it was like, man, I was a man with a mission, you know? Yes, you were. But and that's how that that's how you roll. Yeah, but that's bad because of the fact that it's not bad. I can't do that. Like today, you know, I don't have my day all structured. You know, to the point where like, okay, today at I get it. Nine oh two. I'm either. going to I do don't this. Know what, if and I'm going to go back to bed or not. And at nine fifteen, I'm going to do this. And at nine twenty two, I'm going to make a phone call. And at nine thirty one, I'm going to you know send out an email. You know, I, I I can't do that. And I know people that are like that. I'm thinking to myself. Man, how do they do that? I'd love to be like that, but I can't, no matter how hard I try. You know what I can't do? What? Is take notes. No. Well, I heard you like, you like that guy that was uh, the prosecutor against, uh, against Eric Greitens, the FBI guy that said he didn't take notes in the, in the depositions. <laughs> I don't that? take notes, and I really should. What, William Tisby? Because my cognitive situation is getting ridiculous yeah but then you have people that like then there's the other extreme the people that like take copious notes and then it's like okay you know to the point where they they can't they can't summarize things you know what i mean i mean if you know like if you listen to like a podcast or something like that and let's say it's half an hour and then you say to someone okay you know give me like the two-minute version of that half an hour podcast and some people they can't do that they go well let me refer to my notes you know, I mean, most people can say, okay, here's what, you know, here's what I talked about, blah, 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 blah. No? Yes? They should, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they do. Well, you know what? It's time for us to get out of here. We're already on OTOT. We're on overtime, overtime. It's time overtime, for me. Overtime, overtime. It's time for me to crawl out of the radio cave and go out and go to Schnooks and see what's not on the shelves today. Because once again, I'm a single guy who lives by myself, who has no kitchen. <laughs> well, kid- you have a kitchen. It's just you're repurposing it. Well, it's full of tools right now. So exactly, you need tools. They're in my kitchen. If it is like I have a stove that doesn't work, <laughs> and it's avocado green. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, from from literally the '60s. I yes. have you know people talk about like oh I've got to I've got to you know refresh my house every 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 you know five ten years. I think to myself, man, I've got the original stuff like from when the place was built in '68 or something like that. I got the original <laughs> avocado yes, appliances. You, you know, <laughs> I mean, like I got the original Hilarious. tile in the floor from the 60s you know and yet none of it works and you know what i you know what i tell you this i shouldn't tell you this i can't use my sink anymore either in the kitchen why well the garbage disposal broke and when you run the the water it just it just i mean it doesn't drip it pours out the bottom of the garbage disposal so it's almost like you know whatever goes in the sink 
comes out underneath the sink and then floods the floor. So anyway. And so all I, you have to do is go on Marketplace and get a, a what is that called? A sink separator. Yeah, but you can, I mean, those things are so cheap. Why would you buy a used one? You can buy one at the store well, for like 60 bucks. Well, then go get one bucks. and install but it. But I don't, I don't cook anything. So what, you know, what do I need a garbage disposal for? I don't have any garbage. You know, I can't put my fast food wrappers down there, you know. You know, they won't. They won't go through the garbage disposal. Man, I don't know. Maybe so they. Funny, maybe Brad. they would. I don't know. You I'll just try that. Me sometimes I'll try. The stuff you I'll, say. I'll do my my French fry scoops from McDonald's and see if I can push them down in the garbage disposal. You know, I mean, and, and 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 you know, the other amazing thing about it is, is that I had somebody the other day said to me, said to me, you know, because I, you know, they're going like, well, how how you doing with the with the you know the all the wrestling shut like, eh, you know, I miss going and sitting down, but you know, hey, I'm a drive through guy anyway. And they go like, well, like, where do you eat lunch? I go. McDonald's? Where do you wait like dinner? Uh, Wendy's? You know, and, well, what do you have? Hamburger and french fries? Well, how long have you been doing that? Long time. I'm an old guy. Uh, my and, entire life. Right? And they'll go like... Since I was two. Go, how are you still alive? How are you still functioning? I go, you know, hey, you know what? Last time I had my physical, the doctor said I was in fairly decent shape, you know? I mean, you know, nothing, uh, you know, although every once in a while, about every six months or so, I have somebody smashes into me and totals my car. And, you know, I ended up in the hospital for, you know, a day or so. And then I just, you know, get up and keep moving forward. Right. Yes, you actually did that, Brad. <laughs> I had three accidents almost exactly a year apart. Knock on for Micah. Man, I haven't had an accident in a year and a half. And all three of them were people smashing into me. All three of them. Yes. Drives and one me of them you almost were taken out. Yeah, that was that was that was I've had some accidents in my life and <laughs> that was that was probably the uh, the closest I come to uh, to departing this earth, but you know, but of course I survived. I'm just like Gloria yes, Gaynor. Yes, you did. Gloria Gaynor is my my idol in life. I was going to mention that. I will survive. I can sing. Okay, that's it. We're on overtime. Uh we're out of here. Uh, four, Everybody have a great day. So can I can I trust you'll be awake at four o'clock this afternoon? I'm sorry. Can I trust you'll be awake at four o'clock this afternoon? I was awake at four o'clock no, yesterday you anyway. Were, you were. I just I I did not snore. I, I am not a snorer. I said and I said to Shelly. I said Shelly, are you awake? And she said. I said, no, Shelly, are your that's eyes open? What, that, that's not how it went down. Everybody, you can listen <laughs> Shel- to the podcast from Shel- yesterday. Shelly, are was you? Was I chatty, Shelly? No, I was not, Shel- but I was Shel- not sleeping. Shelly, are you conscious? Um, Shelly, what day is it? Um, Shelly, what planet do we live on? Um, Shelly, uh, who's the president? Um, uh, Shelly, who's the vice president? Um, okay, Brad, we get the picture. Thank you so much for that visual. You know, radio is the theater of the mind. Oh. Hey, Shelly, do you have a mind? Um, <laughs> do you have a theater? Um. <laughs> okay so um it's time for the most important no, man of st charles I, no it's not because i have commercials left over so we're going to play the commercials oh. and then it'll be time for the most important man. so we're not done yet yeah well we are done we're just going to cut it off right here because because of the fact that anytime i ask you an important question what's the answer i get um so you know shelly uh, you know what's the meaning of life um uh, shelly who's Brad, who's gonna who's gonna win the world series this year if we do play baseball um she doesn't know okay would you stop it? Oh, you're a man child. Shelly, should I stop it? Um, <laughs> yeah, you should stop it. And and let's bring up our advertisers because they are they need um, our support. Shelly, do we have advertisers? Um, yes, we do. Uh, we do? Uh, Some sh- of the best. Shelly, yes. if I can have you say the most intelligent thing, what would it be right now? Boo-choo, 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 boo-choo. <laughs> 
know, it'd be, what does the fox say? Me, 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 me. Okay, we're done. We'll be back at 4 o'clock. It's 9.06. Lavender Lace and Bling. Hi. Owner of Lavender Lace and Bling, I'd like to personally invite you to stop by my store on 1055 Venture Drive in St. Peter's. We have what you've been looking for. Something unique, something radiant, and something fabulous. Lavender Lace and Bling, your boutique clothing store. 636-244-4087 or on the web at LavenderLaceandBling.com. Baby, it's cold outside. Rodents know this too, so call Vogelsang Pest Management at 314-601-1789 to prevent them from coming inside your homes and businesses. If you're a local small business owner, you know how important it is to be there for your customers. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Julie Myers. I run a small business in O'Fallon too, and I'm here to protect your small business. Let's chat. Stop in, call me, or find me on the web at agentjuliemyers.com. Many people think a new roof consists of only nailing down shingles. At Roofing and Restoration Services of America, we look at it differently. We understand that it's a complete roofing system. We are trained and backed by the largest manufacturers and are proud to be a GAF Master Elite contractor. GAF offers the best extended warranties on your roof, and the shingles are proudly made in the USA. We are roofing experts. Whether it's residential or commercial, we take pride in our quality craftsmanship for a result that exceeds the client's expectation time and time again. Call RRSA St. Louis today to set up your no-obligation consultation 636-542-4816 on the web at rrsastlewis.com okay champ rise and shine mountain dew kickstart is sounding the alarm and last time we checked no one woke up thinking seize the snooze button when it's time to get up you don't just crawl out of bed you rise because today you're waking up with an attitude thanks to mountain dew kickstart It's a refreshing blend of juice, caffeine, and dew built to boost every pursuit with nine incredible flavors like orange citrus, black cherry, and pineapple orange mango. Mountain Dew Kickstart. Kickstart your day.